0: Praise the Lord. The wonder of Advent. Today marks a brand new study. We will study the Gospel of Luke as we go through the wonder of Advent. You're watching live December the 1st. We're starting a new study um, in preparation for the Christmas season and preparing our hearts for the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The, remem- the remembrance of this incredible, incredible gift that He is to us. Amen. Advent, Advent, which means the coming, the coming, the celebration, the remembrance of the coming of Christ when He first came, and also the remembrance that He's also the soon coming King. In other words, He will return again. So the second coming. Amen. So as we prepare our hearts, for this incredible um, gift, which is Jesus Christ. We are gonna go through the Gospel of Luke. And uh, today we're gonna start with um, chapter one. I encourage you during this whole month of December as we go through this gospel, um, that you read the full chapters each and every day uh, because we've just got a few moments together. And so we're just gonna hit some of the highlights but I encourage you to read through the whole chapter each and every day that we meet. And uh, you will get so much out of this study. So, Father, I thank you for the opportunity to just jump right into your word and to hear from you, Holy Spirit, as you bring the truth of your word to us. It becomes alive. And we hear it and we change. Lord, as you prepare our hearts for the celebration of the birth of our Savior. Lord, we just say, Abba, we thank you and we love you for all that you have done and all that you continue to do. Open up our understanding, our mind's understanding to really absorb everything that you have for us today and every day in Jesus' name, amen? Amen, so Advent means the coming, okay, of of Christ. So we celebrate the birth of Christ. We celebrate the the coming of Christ, the birth of Christ, the second coming of Christ. It's the four-week preparation, um before celebrating, you know, the birth of Jesus Christ, right? Um and so it's it's a great time of just really setting aside this time and just saying, oh Lord, you're so good. We want to jump, jump into this, into this book, to the Gospel of Luke. So the Gospel of Luke was written by Luke the physician. And he wrote this book to Theophilus, which means friend of God or lover of God. So this book is written to you as a friend of God, as a lover of God, this book is written to you. This gospel, gospel of Luke, they were all written to you, but this specific gospel was written by the physician, Luke, and written to Theophilus, which his name means friend of God, lover of God. So I want you to take this and make this personal because it's written to you as a friend of God. Are you a friend of God? Are you a lover of God? So I want you to read and and tune in, understand, as we go through this study, as a lover and a friend of God. Amen. The Gospel of, of Luke opens and closes with the story of a priest. In Luke 1 and 5... We see Zechariah the priest. I want to read to you here. It says in in Luke chapter one, verse five, it says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zecharias. That's Luke one and five. But when you jump over to the end of Luke, so Luke 24 and 51. I'm gonna just go there really quick. Luke 24 and 51, we see that the gospel of Luke ends. Also ends with a priest, but the high priest starts off with a priest, Zechariah, but then it ends with the high priest, Jesus Christ. So Luke 24, 51, says, Now it came to pass that while he blessed them, that he was parted from them and he was carried up into heaven. This is the ascension of Jesus. When Jesus ascended into heaven, he became our high priest. I find that interesting that this gospel begins with the priest and ends with the priest. Begins with the high priest, a man. Ends with it begins with the priest Zechariah, but it ends with the high priest Jesus Christ, Amen, Son of God. And um, in Hebrews four fourteen, it says, "Since we have a a great high priest." who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the son of God. And so we see here that in in Luke, the end of Luke, Luke 24, it ends with, with Jesus Christ, the high priest, right? And when you go over to Hebrew, uh, yeah, Hebrews 4:14, it talks about very, very clearly how Jesus Christ is our high priest. When he was, when he ascended, that's when he became our high priest. So since we have a great high priest, Hebrews 4:14, since we have a great high priest who has ascended, who has ascended into heaven, Jesus Christ the Son of God. We just read at the end of Luke. Luke 24 51, that Jesus ascended. At that moment in time, we jump over to Hebrews 4:14 4, and we see that he's the high priest. Amen. Praise God. Let's go back over to Luke and chapter 1. Because I want I want to point out eight few things. Thank hey, you, Lord. That is so good I am in just in awe right now of of what we are about to endeavor just in awe. um in Luke 126 talks about the branch I want to point this out to you Luke 126. I'm going to read it first this is now in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth Okay. So this is when Christ's birth was announced to Mary. Right. So the angel Gabriel was sent to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. I love the study of words. And I love to get the definition of words and take it back to the original meaning. So Galilee here in this reference means revealed. Revealed. And Nazareth means branch. So here we have the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Jesus grew up as the branch of the Lord in the city of the branch. So in other words, I'm going to reread it with putting the descriptions in. This is now the angel Gabriel was sent by God to, to the city Galilee, which means revealed. And named Nazareth, which means branch, which Jesus grew up as the branch of the Lord in the city of the branch. There are no mistakes. There's no like happenstance. God is so specific. He is so specific in the things that are written in his word. And so when you, when you read, when you study things out, there is so much depth so much meaning and you see literally the hand of god just painting this beautiful picture with such great detail that's what we find when we read the scriptures we just study the scriptures such great detail uh, let's look at luke 135 it's a very um well-known verse one that's used often. Verse 135, Luke 135, it says, Then it says, the angel answered and said to her, Mary, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. So here we have the announcement, right? We have that the, the angel came, announces that the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you, and, you know, it's going to overshadow you. Right, so that word overshadow. The word overshadow means to spread his shadow over. Right, so we have the announcement this of the angel telling telling Mary that the Holy Spirit is going to come and literally overshadow you. The, the 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 shadow the shadow of the Lord is going to be spread over you. The angelic shadow, so the overshadowing, right. This is the same word, overshadow. It's the same word that is used when Jesus was transfigured, right? When the cloud of glory came and overshadowed Jesus on the mountain. And we're going to turn there really quick. This is in Mark, Mark 9:7. So I want to turn to Mark 9:7. I want to read it to you. This is when he was transfigured on the mount. says, and a cloud came and overshadowed them. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved Son; Hear him. Hear him. And so just in the first chapter of Luke, as we begin this wonder of Advent, Luke chapter 1, we see already just, we see the meaning of Advent. Right, the coming, the celebration of the coming of Christ, the birth of Christ, and then of course the second coming, because we talking about that too. We see there's two mentions of priests, one priest being Zechariah, the beginning of, of this gospel, the second, ending with Jesus Christ, our high priest. So we've got, you know, we can see it from beginning to end, and that is not a mistake, right? And so we see the glorious. Um, the ascension of Christ and at, at that moment, how Jesus becomes our high priest. And then, of course, we we see about the branch, how Galilee in this reference here in Luke 126, meaning the revealed one, right? That Jesus and Nazareth meaning the meaning branch, have, but Jesus is the branch with a capital B, right? The branch. And he Jesus grew up. As the branch, right of the Lord, in the city of the branch, in the city of Nazareth. And so I, I find that so interesting because we feed off that branch. we we take shade off of that branch is he being the branch, right? we We receive everything we need because he he we literally find our shelter under. The branch, the arm, the shadow of God. Amen. And then, of course, we ended with the overshadow. You know, uh, the word overshadow in Luke 135. Uh, when the old Holy Spirit uh, came via the angel and announced to Mary that the Holy Spirit will overshadow you and impregnate you with the King of Kings. Ultimately, what he, you know, this angel was delivering this message to Mary, right? And how this same word, overshadow, was also the same word used um, when Jesus was at the Mount of Transfiguration. How the voice of God came and spoke as Jesus was overshadowed. We are to live under the shadow of the Most High God. We are to live under under his presence. And as we prepare our hearts this month for the celebration of Christmas, birth of our Lord, always remember that the overshadow of Christ is not just a one-time event. It wasn't just for Mary, the announcement of, of this angelic announcement of the birth of Christ in and through her. It wasn't just the Mount of Transfiguration when Jesus was at that Mount of Transfiguration was overshadowed and the voice of God spoke, affirming who he was. But we are to live with this continual state, this continual understanding that we too are overshadowed by the presence of the Most High God, that we get to walk under his covering, under his anointing, that we're overshadowed by the presence of God. And so therefore, our hearts long for the the presence of our Lord and Savior, more and more with an increasing longing, with an increasing desire for the purity and the unity and the oneness of of our relationship with him. So It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's powerful. It's incredible because he is incredible. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So good. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. We get to walk in. Yes, I'm a lover of a friend of God and a lover of God. This book is written to you. This book is written to you, friend of God, lovers of God. So, Father, I thank you for what you are doing. Yes, burning lovers of God, fiery lovers of God. I thank you, Lord, what you are do- doing in and through us as we prepare, as we, our hearts, as we seek forth, Lord, your presence, as we commit our lives to you, Jesus. We thank you that you have prepared a way for us to literally walk under the shadow of your, of your wings, your shadow of your presence. You have made a way for us. And Lord, we are not moving from that place. We are so grateful that we've been marked out as friends of God, as lovers of God. And we will hold fast to the truth, the truth of your word, gospel of Jesus Christ. We are celebrating the birth of Christ. We are also celebrating the second coming because Jesus, you're coming again. The return of Christ, you are coming again. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray this. Father, we thank you for this time that we can gather, and we thank you, Lord God, for touching our our children, our grandchildren, touch their lives, cause the truth to just spring up within them. We ask that you overshadow them. We ask that you teach them how to live under the shelter of your wings, to draw them into fellowship with you, Jesus. We trust you. We trust you fully, completely. But we know that your word does not return into us void. And so we just continue to decree that all of our children and grandchildren will be taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace. They will understand the truth of your word and they will not they will not stray from it. But instead will be drawn into beautiful cordia with you, Lord. We'll be drawn by the Spirit of the Living God, and unless the Holy Spirit draws them, they will not come. So we thank you, Lord God. You are you are drawing all people unto you, unto the saving knowledge, the saving grace of Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Messiah, the one who took the penalty completely away, nailed it on cross with the cross. And for that, Lord, we will always be grateful. We will always, always remember the sacrifice, the complete sacrifice that was that was made on our behalf, the price that was paid on our behalf, and we celebrate. We celebrate the life of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the birth of our Messiah, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm so glad, Deborah. Deborah says, Loving this lesson, understanding the word even more. Praise God. Yes, praise the Lord. So good. All right. I love you all. Have an amazing day. Some of you, um, I'm inviting you all, of course, to come Saturday night to the House of Glory. I know some of you can't come too far, but you can always watch online. Um, But if you live close by, come and um, be a part of what God's doing. Incredible, beautiful, powerful move of God. Wow. Wow. I encourage you to come on Saturday night, 6 p.m., House of Glory. Otherwise, I will see you on Monday morning. So have an amazing week. I'll see you soon. God bless.